Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 79 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of movies and entertainment. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Jason, 79 is Harambe's favorite number, in case you didn't know. Listen, Harambe had a lot of favorite things, but he can no longer enjoy them, unfortunately. R.I.P. Harambe. And with us today as well is Mr. Evan Moore. I saw a sausage party recently, and I don't feel like a human anymore. <laughs> Do you feel like a bagel? <laughs> no, I certainly don't feel like a bagel. Ooh, uh, well, I don't know if we should talk about that ending scene. Maybe in another day. But uh, And filling in for Mr. Chris Holshue, because Chris is wandering around the woods being a nomad, uh, Mr. Mike Dowling. Magic Mike, what's up? Uh Hello, uh, I'm going to try to do my best uh, Chris Holshue voice if, if you want me to. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Now you just got to talk about how much you hate life and then you got to be really oh, that'll, quiet. That'll, that'll be easy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Mike, thanks for filling in for Chris. Thanks for uh, filling in, Chris. No problem. I, you know, living with all of you guys before filling each other in is what we do. <laughs> you know that's that orgy scene in Sausage Party? That's pretty much every night in college, wasn't it? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because I didn't see a sausage party. Well, oh. did you ever, like, turn around and someone was, like, licking your butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh. and more often than not, it was you. Yeah, you're right. Oh. I mean, you know, you're out of ramen. Oh. What am I supposed to do? We're, 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 three, we're three minutes in, and the show's already off the rails. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, it's going to get more off the rails. It's going to go on another set of tracks. And go off those rails as well, because I have a really weird story I want to share with you guys. But like always, this is Blah Blah Podcast, and if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and subscribe. Leave a little uh, star like, and leave a little comment if you must. Or you must, I'm forcing you to. What's a star like? Uh, It's it's an anime. (laughs) It's it's, the little little star rating is what I meant. Leave that, ladies and gentlemen. It's what Harambe would do. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Okay. Sean, yes, you have a rundown. Yes, but first uh, I want to tell everyone this story that happened to me. This is a real account of a lie. Uh, well, sorry, I'm getting tongue tied here. It's a real lie. It's a real <laughs> lie. No, this is something that happened to me last night. Last night, Sean and I uh, went to WWE Raw live at the Barclays Center here in Brooklyn. And at night, after the show was over, great show by the way. Thank you, Sean, for the ticket. Oh, no problem. Um, we went our separate ways. I took the train back to where I am. I'm, you know, yeah, I got got to. I live maybe about a half a mile away, so from the uh, the subway, so I can either take a bus or walk to it from my apartment. And it was a nice night. I'm like, okay, I'll walk. So I'm walking, walking. I'm walking down the main road. A very nice area. It's not sketchy in the least. Very nice area. Just to paint a mental image. Nice houses and everything. I'm walking on the sidewalk. I'm pa- I pass this Indian guy. He's about my height, my build, dark-skinned man. Uh, I pass him, and then he stops me. He's like, excuse me, sir. 
Do you know if there's any New York sports clubs around here? And for those who don't know, the New York sports club is a chain of gyms. And I'm like, uh, no, I, the only one I've ever, ever seen is in Manhattan. I don't know if there's any in Brooklyn. There may be, but I have no idea. Uh, and he's like, well, do you know of any gyms around here? And I'm like, not in this area in particular. This is a more residential area. But there is one in uh, Prospect Park if you train stops away. And he's like, no, I'm looking for something in this area. I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is like all houses and apartments. There's no gyms here. He's like, and then he just started talking to me about gyms and how he moved from Maryland. He loves New York Sports Club. And, you know, I'm being very polite, but it was like near midnight. I just wanted to go, right? And then he's like, this weird man is like, do you know where I can find any girls around here? I'm like, I'm like, um, no, not really, honestly. I don't. You can just go to a bar in Manhattan like any other, you know, normal guy would. Any and other sad weirdo. Yeah. So he's like, he tell me how much he wants to find a girlfriend and stuff, and now he has a job interview at 7-Eleven tomorrow, and I'm not making that up. That is exactly <laughs> what he said. What? And, and, um, <laughs> and so he's just telling me how much he wants to, like, meet a girl and stuff, and he's like, then he says, or he asks me, what types of girls are in this area? In the area of Brooklyn where I am, it's a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. And I told him, like, there's just a lot of Jewish girls around here, Jewish and, like, Russian girls. And then he tells me about how he had sex with a Jewish girl once, and she was hairy, and she smelled like booze because what? Jewish people drink a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, where, and, where is this going? It, it, it gets a lot worse, guys. What? And then he told me how he had a Jewish male friend. And him and oh, his God. male friend were uh, had homosexual relations together. <laughs> and wait, I, hold on, wait, hold on. You're gonna call it homosexual. <laughs> him and his male friend. He told me him and his guy Jewish friend are bi, so they would like you know do things to each other. And he, this man, it, you, you're were you? Have you guys ever been in a conversation with someone where the person just keeps talking and talking? Where there's no need, break, and you need an out. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, can't there's find yeah. The, oh, hey, dude, exactly. that's cool, but I'm gonna go now. Yeah, like yeah, you're just trying to be nice, but at the same time, you're getting kind of weirded out. I was like shuffling away, but he was like kind of nudging with me as I was shuffling away. Kept talking and talking and talking. So just to, he was trying to pick you up. I that's what Yuli was telling me. Um, but so. This is this at this part is where I thought I was hallucinating at, at what he told me now. So he was telling me how him and his friend, you know, uh, engaged in homosexuality, and um, they're uh, getting all very, right, cool, correct here. And he told me how his friend gave him a BJ, and his exact words were, "I discharged." Very hard in his mouth, <laughs> and at that point, I thought I was in—I was in a dream. I'm saying to myself, "Mike, I am hallucinating. This man is not real, and I am just tired." And no, 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 twenty-something-year-old man, whatever the nationality they are, would go up to a stranger on the street and tell them how they, you know, jizzed in some dude's mouth. <laughs> and I—I I was flabbergasted. And I, and then he's just telling me how you know these experiences with this man, this Jewish man down in Maryland, and I'm like, oh, it's great, Dude, man. He's trying to pick you up. That's yeah, really then, what he's oh, definitely. And then that was about the extent of it. And and then finally, I'm trying to think of what else he was saying. Oh yeah, and then he was just going on telling me about other nationalities that he doesn't like, how Russian people are cheats and Jewish people are rich, but they like grub money. And I'm like, oh great, nice, yeah. And then and then finally. Fucking finally, there was a break where you had to breathe. And then I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. He took a breath. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I have work tomorrow. Bye. And I am like, nice talking to you. Bye. And then he didn't even say bye. He just kind of like shut down like he was a robot and then turned and walked the opposite way. Dudes. And the whole night and all of today, I've been thinking about that strange man. Like, it was literally unsettling. There was a part where I thought, is this guy trying to like rob me or something no. like that? Because he got so close to me and like. It Jason, was he was trying to steal your virginity. Uh, yeah, he was, he was just trying to rob you of your innocence. <laughs> Do you so, guys really think he was trying to pick me up? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And not only was he trying to pick you up, but like he eased into that conversation with, oh, I like girls, girls. I should get some girls. But you know what else I like? Guys. I've been <laughs> with guys. Hey, guys, guys, guys. You know, he's trying to pick you up. For you to be like, well, yeah, I've I've never done it. And he's like, oh, do you want like that's what he was trying to do, <laughs> and 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 he also happened to be slightly mentally ill, yeah, uh, and, and he can't <laughs> stop talking. So uh, there you go. It was Jason. so uncomfortable. I really wish like one of you guys were with me. You would have either just laughed or I have no oh, idea. Uh, he he would have wanted to join us then. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where are you guys going? Hey, what's I up? honestly thought he was going to ask me that. Like, oh, where are you going tonight? Back home? I would have given him some fake directions. But, uh, oh, my God. It was unsettling. Like, it was to the point where at first it was funny. Like, oh, I'm going to tell my friends this story about this weird guy talking to me. But then the part where he told me how, like, you know, he came in some dude's mouth. Some it, uh, that's where that's the part that crossed the line. And I was you just live. Like, you live in New York City. What do you expect? I I have no idea. I mean, I'm just gonna start taking the bus home around midnight now. But yeah, guys, that happened to me last night. I've been thinking about it all day. Strange, strange occurrence. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, Any Jason. Comments, anybody? Anything I'm sorry you had to go through that, but it's also really funny to watch you suffer. So, <laughs> yes. You were probably being punked, more than likely. I was expecting Ash and Kutcher to come out of the bushes. Come out of the bushes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Based on your story. Just like what Plinkett said the only one who's getting punked is Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough for me. What's next, Sean? All right. Um,. <laughs> That wasn't even on. <laughs> Jason, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> Just, hey, Evan, do you know any good gyms around here? No, I know, I know a few good gyms. Like they're they're down the hallway from me. Uh, Jason, I really don't want to be picked up by you right now. Could you please stop flirting with me? All right. Well, no. moving on from that, uh, we did have a Twitter poll that went up last week uh, mm -hmm. that we do have the results of. Uh, we we asked everyone who is your favorite co-star on Blah Blah Podcast. Mike Dowling. Well, mm -hmm. unfortunately, there's only four choices uh, that they allow you on Twitter. So we had to narrow it down to four. Um, in case you'd like to know, uh, Evan, you came in third place. Uh, at zero percent, I'm sure. Tied with Jobo. At zero percent. At zero percent. <laughs> um, Chris came in second place with 17 percent. And our good friend, George Lucas, came Georgie in Porgy. first place with 83 percent of the vote. Is anybody surprised by that? No, not really. I'm, George is the best. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I want to know who voted, though. It doesn't tell you. Well, I know Evan didn't vote for George. <laughs> I, I I didn't even vote for myself. <laughs> you you should, probably should have. I probably. <laughs> maybe I would have been tied for third with Jobo. <laughs> uh, Evan, uh, speaking of you, um, last uh, week we Please were talking don't. about your fear of clowns. 
Um, and we need an update. Did you, in fact, face your fear? And yeah, you said you were going to Point Pleasant. Yeah. No, I did not face my fear at Point Pleasant yet. Um, I would be very open if anybody is available this upcoming Sunday to go to Point Pleasant and face my fears at the Point Pleasant Funhouse. Mike, you should go with him. You're yeah, a I don't live too far from there, actually. Well, there we go. Right, Mike, you want to go to the Point Pleasant Funhouse? Oh, Evan, I'll go anywhere with you. Oh, Mike. You want to go to a gym? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the one thing the guy asked me, what kind of protein I eat. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. Because he, he uh, honestly, he was carrying a bag of um, like whey, whey protein, you know, one of those like jars. Mm -hmm. And when he started talking about the gym, he, he mentioned how he uses that as protein, the, the whey stuff. And he was like, uh, what kind of protein do you have? And I, I said, I don't know. I have like protein bars. He's like, oh, that stuff's not good for you. And then I'm like, I honestly don't know what kind of protein I eat. I don't pay attention to it that much. But now that I think about it, I think he, yeah, he, he was he was trying to inject. He, he wanted your protein. He wanted my protein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, moving on, Evan. Uh, you were saying earlier today that you are doing some sort of Star Trek thing. Yes. So, would, would you like um, to explain? Yes, I would like to explain. Actually, so. Uh, I have seen every episode of the original series. Um, uh, as far as my Star Trek knowledge goes, um, I'm an original series kind of guy, uh, followed by the original crew movies, a little bit of next gen, don't know much about Deep Space Nine, Voyager, or Enterprise. Uh, I know all the movies pretty well. Uh, so I have decided today, uh, because I have no life and no girlfriend, clearly, uh, that I am going to go through not only sit down and watch the entire three seasons of the original series, but I'm going to binge Next Generation. Good for you. And I want to use this podcast as a vehicle to update the world on how far I can get into the original series and Next Gen before I snap. Before you snap, uh, why would you snap? I'm pretty sure you'll snap in this episode of the original series when Abe Lincoln is floating in space. This is where I'm going to snap, and I know it already. The first two seasons of the original series are masterpieces. They're masterpiece television. It's incredible. The third season of the original series is schlock, beyond belief. Then the first season of Next Gen is, is awful. awful. Like, it's so... It's racist, too. There was one episode... very racist. Uh, yeah, there, I don't remember the one offhand, honor, but... Uh, so the honor system or something it's called. Yeah, it uh, had to do with, like an, in a, like, an indigenous tribe of, like, Native Americans in space or something like that. And even, like, um, Jonathan Frakes and Michael Dorn even said that specific episode is, like, racist. <laughs> and they yeah, hate talking about it. The first seat that... I don't know if you guys ever heard the, uh, the term growing the beard. It's the opposite of jumping the shark. Yeah. Uh, no. It's... It's uh, most people Riker. say that, yeah, when Riker grew the beard for the beginning of season two, the show picks up and it doesn't really get good until season three. So I have a feeling that somewhere between original series season three and next gen season one into two, I'm going to snap and be like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> you got to power through it, man. And, and that's where I'm really like, because everything after that next gen. I, I know I haven't seen a lot of next gen, but I, I know enough of next gen. I know it goes way the fuck up in quality, yeah, but it's going to be really fucking hard to get through those first couple seasons of next gen and that last season of the original series. Deep so, Space Nine, though, the, the thing Deep Space Nine had going for it is that that was a continuing story throughout the entire se series. It was an, one giant arc. 
Um, yeah. Unlike the original it was a series. War, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Dominion War. Unlike the original series and Next Gen, which was uh, all episodic episodes. Um, but Deep Space Nine, I honestly feel like that was the weakest because the some of the filler episodes were awful. They dealt with leprechauns and like they'd go into the the hollow deck and play baseball games. Like, here's the thing about Star Trek: it's 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 either really outstanding, cerebral, and interesting, and philo- and like philosophical, or it's complete trash. And there's no, there's no in between. How does that something like that happen though? It's uh, it's incredible, and and even in the original series, like I'm like watch the first two seasons of the original series. You're like this show for its time is light years, no pun intended, light years away from where it should have been for sixty four, sixty four, right? Sure, I think it was sixty four, um, or maybe sixty eight, somewhere in there. Um, but but you hit season three and you got like the cloud miners and yeah. the fucking Plato's stepchildren where they're riding on Kirk's back and shit. And you're like the triples, like, the the triples of season two. That's that's oh. a pretty damn good episode. Uh, but it just falls apart. And then next gen gets up to a bad fucking start, which is a shame because next gen is great. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna. There's a little personal project of mine. And okay. We'll see how far I can get before I go crazy. All right. So every week we're gonna need to know exactly what your thoughts are on the episodes that you watched. Yeah, I'll kind of do like oh, if you want to make like a new section. Evan I'll, Star Trek uh, yeah, minute. <laughs> Evan Star Trek minute. I'm in season one of Next Gen. I want to kill myself. <laughs> you got to take a picture of yourself like each time you watch something and then put it in a time lapse so we slowly see like your hair graying and your skin sagging. It's it's all on. <laughs> I actually was surprised today to find out that all of it is on Netflix. Uh, the original series, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise in their complete forms are on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of movies on Netflix as well, but I have all of them on DVD. Uh, now, Evan, what what about the cartoon? Oh, uh, the cartoon is on Netflix as well. Oh Jesus! Oh. Good, good call. But I, <laughs> the only the only thing that I'm I'm really weary about is these are the quote unquote remastered versions, which are basically the special editions of Star Trek, where they redid mm-hmm. all the effects and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just gonna power through What's it wrong anyway. With that? Uh, it's like with the Star Wars. It's like some of the cheesy effects. They're kind of gives it its charm. You know what I mean? You're I such a hipster. Yeah, really. I, I am. I, I like mm-hmm. I like the original. And that's coming from someone in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's how I know. Well, Evan, what do you think of the the new Star Trek series that they're coming out with? Uh, I'm excited for it because what they're going to do is each season is one continuous story, and they're not necessarily like American Horror Story. It's it's basically American Horror Story, but for um, Star Trek, Nerd. which is very interesting. That's something that they've. They never- also said it takes place before the original series. Uh, which is interesting, seeing as Enterprise was terrible. Uh, I mean, if if you if you want to know how bad Star Trek Enterprise is, just listen to the opening theme song. Oh uh, my I, god, I forgot about that song. Yeah, there I'm you go. Flying, something like that. It's so bad. Uh, but but really, really, from from what I know and from you know everything that has to do with Star Trek is Evan. What if they asked you to be an alien? I'd Evan, be. I can see you as Neelix from Voyager. You look just like him. You ever see that episode of Voyager where they they 
mold the two of them together and it's oh yeah and Yulix and Tuvok and he's Tuvik he's Tuvix and he's like I don't I want to live I'm Tuvix that was actually the only episode of Voyager I've ever seen what about the episode where uh, Tom I, Paris I, and Captain Janeway turn into lizards and then they have children and they have sex together and then they turn back to normal at the end of the episode and nobody ever talks about it that again that can't be a real episode that is I'm dead wow. serious Mike, and there was an episode, episode of Next Gen. I I've seen no I I don't know man. The only is that is the Rock in that show? Yeah, he's he <laughs> in the big show. <laughs> That's the yes, only episode the I saw. The Him in the big show were a- yes. aliens. Uh, there's an episode of Next Gen where uh, um like a spirit um inhabits uh, Riker's body, and he falls in love with Doctor Crusher, and they end up having sex too. And then the spirit leaves Riker's body. Nobody ever talks about that again. <laughs> I fucking love Riker. Dude, <laughs> Riker is the man. man. Only he, with the beard, though. Without the beard, yeah. he's kind of a he's kind of a prick. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my Star all Trek right. <laughs> plan. Um, I'm gonna go through the original series again. Again, I've seen all of those already, and I'm very familiar with the original series. Mm-hmm. Very familiar with the original series. So uh, I'm gonna kind of plow through that very quickly, and then. Uh, once I get to next gen, I think that's when things are going to get a little more interesting. I will let you know. Oh, God, is that the theme yes, song? Yes, that's it. That's it. Oh, my God. All right, turn it off. That's enough. I, I just want to take that song and put Harambe's face over it. <laughs> it kind of it would work. A bad song. Yeah. Oh. It's got such a high like ratio on YouTube. Eight thousand people like it, and one over a million people have viewed this. Oh my god. Jesus. You know what show I've been binging a lot, like for the past week on Hulu, is Seinfeld. I completely forgot how great that show is. I, I can recite every episode of Seinfeld. I, I fucking I mean, love this show now. It's like up there is my favorite sitcom, honestly. It and, probably is the best sitcom. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree. And the funny thing is, like, I used to, when I was younger, I only watched the show in syndication on TBS and Fox. So I've never seen the episodes in order. So I, I, I've, I've found out now that, like, a lot of these episodes continue storylines from past yeah. episodes, and which I never noticed before. A lot of running jokes, like with the Hennigan's Whiskey uh, you know, that's t- to name one. Um, and a lot of like sexual tension between Jerry and Elaine, like how, you know, obviously before the show started, they dated, but there's a lot of episodes. They, sl- that- they sleep together a couple times. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. And there's a lot of episodes that, um, where Elaine's jealous that Jerry's dating someone else. And I just find it cool how, like, I honestly thought the show had no connection between any of the episodes, but a lot of the episodes connect in, in ways. So, oh yeah, Seinfeld it was, it was, is, is a great it was, show. It was one of the first shows, not one of the first, but one of the most prominent sitcoms anyway to uh to kind of have a a link where everything kind of yeah. like was a continuous story in that way like you wouldn't get in jokes had you not seen the episodes before the seinfeld is great mm-hmm. i mean I, I i there's no debate in saying in in my opinion anyway that seinfeld is probably the greatest sitcom ever oh yeah well probably our generation speaking of tv shows uh we had teased this last week um I believe everyone here has caught up on Stranger Things. Mike, have you seen Stranger Things? I have. Oh. All right, well. Mike's in, boys. (laughs) We're going to give our uh, opinions on Stranger Things. Uh, Very spoilers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this on a 15-minute timer. We're going to have 15 minutes to talk about it so we can spoil away. Give me the 13-minute warning. Okay. (laughs) 
Sean, be like, be like, wrap up. There's warning. two minutes. There's two minutes. Left. Yeah, Evan, it's called a two minute warning. Hey, whatever. Three <laughs> minute warning. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about Stranger Things. We have all caught up and watched the whole season, all eight episodes, and our. Wait, there were eight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there were eight episodes, and uh-huh. uh, our. Yeah, you watched them that quickly, Mike. <laughs> Mike, yeah. you saw them all, right? Yes. Yes, I have them. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was eight. I only watched three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Our discussion starts right now. All right. I think Mike should go first since he's the guest. Mike, what did you think of Stranger Things? I adored it. Um, I it's it was. I don't know. What, what do I say? I enjoyed it a lot. It uh, reminded me a lot of the old Spielberg movies, but you know, more fucked up. I guess <laughs> is the best way to put it. Uh, Something that I saw described later that I thought was an original thought of mine, which was completely false. Um, it was like if Steven Spielberg had adapted Stephen King. King. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's exactly what I said. And I'm like, wow, I'm really creative and inventive. Yep. And I realized yep. literally nope. everybody You're has just said a piece that of shit. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm, I'm just a fucking yeah. sheep. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I started the show like a week or two after it came out, I guess. So I had probably already heard that somewhere, and it just stuck in the back of my mind. I'm like, original thoughts coming. Wait, no, I'm just repeating. Nothing's original shit. anymore, Mike. Yes, I know. Especially not Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but- I, I, that that is a that is a, a thing that you know. I, I think if I had seen a lot of the uh, Stephen King movies that people are talking about when they talk about Stranger Things, stand by me. That- it. Yeah, and like Firestarter, apparently. Yes. These are things that I haven't seen, but apparently it's Can very we? derivative, but people aren't calling it that. It's sort of, They're sort of treating this uh, to Spielberg and King the same way people treat Tarantino to like all the shit he's uh, quote-unquote ripped off or homaged. Mm, good, good, uh, good, eye, good eye there, mate. <laughs> but uh, I'll go now. Um, cause I am the best. I love the part where they went to the gym. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, you fucking ass. <laughs> Jeez. No, um, these are kids, I lo- Jason. I, I remember I was, uh, really looking forward to the show for a while because they had the, I found the trailer a few months ago and I'm like, wow, this looks like it has amazing, uh, an amazing production value for a Netflix show. Like in the trailer, they showed the part where, um, 11 flips the car over and I'm like, wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. And then. It, it came out right when I was, uh, I, th- I think right when I got back from Disney World is when it came back, when it came out. And then I watched it like within two days and I loved it. Great show. Uh, the acting is great. You got you to gotta really hand well, it to most those. most of the acting. I'm getting there, Sean. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you get got, there, uh, You got to really hand it to those child actors, especially Millie Brown, who plays Eleven. She yeah, is she was great. Good. She is, yeah, she was great. Um, and... The kid who played Dustin, G- Ganton Mazzaro, I think his name is. Uh, Which one was a, that? Uh, the that was kid toothless, right? Yeah. Okay. He, by the way, I saw a video of him online singing. He's that, actually toothless. Yeah, yeah, he is. And that kid's got the voice of an angel. Holy <laughs> shit. He's like on Broadway, too. That guy is talented. You know what's funny? Speaking of the kids, you know the Shelley Duvall kid, whatever his yeah. name was? What the was main that? kid, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Did you, do you know he's going to be in the It remake? Really? Yeah, Shelley uh, Duvall? Playing Richie, the uh, oh, the one really? who uh, Seth Seth Green had played in the original. That's awesome. Yeah, they should have Shelley Duvall play the older version of him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, it's 2016. Maybe he's transgender. Who knows? 
Oh, yeah, look but, at uh, I, my, my favorite male actor in that whole thing, or adult actor, I should say, was David Harbour. He is my new man crush. He's the guy who played the, the cop. And, oh, yeah. You want to take him to the gym? I'd love to take him <laughs> to the gym. i got to ask him what protein he has. But um, the, the, And the other thing, too, is like, it feels like Stranger Things felt like a really good complete story, but it still left a n- little nuggets enough for a sequel, which we're definitely getting a second season. They confirmed, by the way. Um, you know, with the ending, like well, we said, spoilers, everybody. With the ending, where it looks like Eleven dies, like clearly looks like she dies, mm-hmm. and uh, but David Harbour's character leaves Ego waffles out for her in some like uh, drop box somewhere. And um, David Harbour's character, what was? Oh yeah, Jim Hopper. That was his character's yeah. name. There's clearly more to him than meets the eye. Like he negotiates with those uh, with those black ops people, and he, they hey, say African American ops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, I got to check my privilege. Um, and the part where his one cop friend is like, "Oh, you were a big city cop once, huh?" So I so definitely when, think when when uh the. Uh, the father asks Winona Ryder, oh, is Jim Hopper still the chief of police? And she says, yeah, and he gets pissed off. Yeah, I definitely think Hopper was like a f- uh, FBI or something like that because he knew how to like infiltrate a facility and like he knew how to be stealthy and shit like that and negotiate. Yeah, he just punched that. people. <laughs> yeah. I, it made it look so easy, though. <laughs> um, I guess their security was awful. Maybe he yeah. sucks, actually. But, uh, yeah, well, I'm rambling now. Stranger Things was a great show. It really lived up to my expectations. Can't wait for the next season. Uh, Evan, you go. Let me segue off of what you were talking about. Um, you said, yeah, there's a confirmed second season, and that's the point that I, I have a problem with. Uh, I, I agree with Mike 100% that it did feel like Stephen King meets Steven Spielberg. And I, everyone's saying it, and that it's really a fair analysis. I I really liked this show. I don't think it was perfect. I don't think it's the greatest thing that ever happened to anybody ever. But it really is good. And everyone I've showed it to or suggested that they watch it comes back and says, wow, I absolutely love this. I watched it in a day. I, I spent – I think it was a Saturday. I just binged the whole fucking show. I couldn't stop. And I was up till like – no, it was a Sunday because I had to go to work the next day. And I was up till like 3 in the morning finishing it up on my phone. It, it was one of those really quick addicting um, uh, shows. And my issue is, yes, there is more with Jim Hopper that meets the eye. There's more with a lot of characters to be told. But I kind of like the way it leaves it open to interpretation. I don't think it will benefit from a second season. I think in in a second season – it's going to go downhill really fast because this is a contained story. It's not a contained world, but it's a contained story. And I think that if we focus on specifically Jim Hopper or more of this government facilities experiments or more of Eleven, fine. But if we're back to the kids and Nancy and Steve and all of that. What? Barb, I want her to come back. Barb. Sorry, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think if we go back to that story, it's it's going to be a rehash and it's it's going to feel disingenuine. And I think that it would be a lot better if we stayed in this world, this universe, but told a different story for season two. Not yeah. like American Horror Story. Yeah, Not that's like, what a lot of people were online were saying too. Yeah. They want like a Twilight Zone type thing to go yeah. on. But I, to to kind of wrap up my rant, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. It 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 played on eighties nostalgia without being like pixels in your face 80s 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 it took place in the 80s it felt like the 80s it felt 
genuine. It didn't feel like it was trying to be forced. It was creative and original, yet it still paid homage to Spielberg and King, like Mike said, in the way that uh, Tarantino pays homage. It is so many of those shots, those ideas, uh, those concepts are blatant ripoffs. Uh, but they're done in a way that's it's more of a we know it's a blatant ripoff. We're not trying to pass it off as an original idea. We're just trying to highlight the things that we love about film and TV. So I and, and storytelling. So I think that it comes off as genuine. It comes off as something that people worked really hard on. And I, I really like. I recommend it to pretty much everybody and everybody that I've all different types of people have all come back and said I really like that. So yeah, yeah. And uh, Sean. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I thought what? No, I was just to say I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, I I do enjoy the fact that it was shorter than most seasons. There's only eight episodes. That's easier for Call me to needed. get into. It's yeah, that's yeah, what I mean, Jessica Jones. I mean, Jessica Jones could have would have been so much better with eight episodes, but they had to slam in filler. Honestly, I I could say that about Daredevil too. To be honest well, with Daredevil's you, Daredevil's great. Shut your <laughs> whore mouth. I'll take you to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, two things that I did want to hit on real quick. Um, is everyone aware of the conspiracy? Well, not conspiracy, but the fan theory. Parks and Rec? No, not that one. Yeah, that's um, great one <laughs> have you guys heard that one? Though? Yes, I yeah, have. John Ralphio. Yeah. Yeah. John Ralphio's dad. It's really funny. Uh, the one where uh. everyone's thinking that uh, Eleven was the monster the whole time. Yeah, I heard that too, but really? I don't want to believe it because it seems dumb. Well, I mean, it, yeah. in a way, it kind of makes sense. Um, well, yeah, you, you never actually see Eleven in the Upside Down, right? She's only in this like weird limbo area in between them. Oh, but then so, why was so the monster? Why was the monster? That Eleven is the Upside Down version, or the monster is the Upside Down version of Eleven. Not that she is the monster, but that's like her version. I guess in a way. Yeah, I okay. think I think that's what it's predicated yeah. on. I cut somebody off. I'm sorry. Continue. No, I, I was going to say I find it a little hard to believe because that monster was doing its own thing while Eleven was doing her own thing. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed like a normal animal, like a vicious animal. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. Well, who, who who really knows? I mean, I, they and they I probably read won't the theory. even. I'm not too familiar with it. They probably won't even discuss it in a second season if they do. A se- and by the way, it's not totally confirmed. They're talking about it. Um but you it's know not what's going to happen. Oh, probably. I hope, I hope it doesn't. Same here. I Honestly, I'd be totally fine if it. they just it, Twilight Zoned it. That, that would be best. Um, and the second thing is we need to talk about Winona Ryder because... Yeah. Ooh, we saved Winona Ryder, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Boy. So... Um, Ryder, I hardly knew her. <laughs> yeah, take her to the gym. I She took me out <laughs> of every scene she was in because she was just... I gotta find my son! completely frazzled the whole time literally on an 11 the entire the entire show but that's but sean that's i when she first when no when she first came on the screen for like the first couple episodes i was like i i think she's doing great no but But she she, but she never but she never scaled it back but she was acting that way before the kid even got lost like they're at breakfast and she's still frazzled before anything ever happens you know stressed man she's a single mom and then even when she gets her kid back at the end, she's still really frazzled. Like, even at Christmas, she's like, ah, <laughs> it's like, come on, calm down. I, I was fine with that. I don't know. That, that sort of played into uh, that. That's what made it seem reasonable where people when she was going a little nutty. Well, when, you know, when she was going really nutty, rather, that everyone was like, yeah, it's her. I What's like so strange. Like, I like that. Yeah, gone. 
um, she never because throughout the most of the the thing, I something about just the way that I, I think uh, a mind works in like society is like you know what, just shut up. They found the kid, they confirmed the body, just accept it and move on. You know what I mean? Like you got a life to live, but you know she's right. And she never takes the time to say, and this is a character thing more than it is just went on a rider. She never says, oh, you know what? I just accept the truth that was given to me. She never for one second stops believing that her son is alive, which I thought was interesting. Well, that's fine. But did she have to be on all the time? Sometimes, yes. All the time. No, probably. obviously sometimes it justified with I the scene. I just think it was in her delivery was bad. Like the part where she's on the phone and she hears Will's voice and she, like... I don't know. It just I, I think if that was really happening to someone, they would react the same way, like, you know, yell and everything. But just the way she executed, it seemed so fake and forced. Mm-hmm. Mike, your rebuttal. So you, so, so, so I was going to say, so you thought that she reacted like any normal person would, but you didn't like the way she reacted. Yeah. Like maybe if I saw I, some I, I'm, tears, I'm just I'm just uh, I don't know. That just sort of sounds like just you just don't like that situation. I think you just don't like Winona Ryder. I and just that's don't like it. I think you, you just need to watch Beetlejuice again, man. I fucking. Love I just don't like women. When when women act like Ghostbusters, the reason that movie sucked was because it was all women. <laughs> now and you're her, a fan of like the old school Shakespeare when everyone was played by a man. Yeah, <laughs> clearly her best role is Bram Stoker's Dracula. We can all agree on that. And Keanu Reeves. Let's not forget him. Yes. But that was just a I, masterpiece I just, all around. <laughs> I just think like maybe like she. Was Monona Ryder just felt so like forced, for lack of a better word? Like you know, the phone scene, she shed a tear or so that would have been made it more believable. In my two minute warning, just oh god. Um, <laughs> Overall, though, Sean, I, I I understand, and I've heard a lot of people talk about Winona Ryder specifically, and yeah. I, I'm on the fence. I like her in a lot of scenes, and some scenes I don't. Um, but overall, what did you think of the show? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like, I, I'm not going to say it's one of the best ever, like some people are making out the scene, but like, you know, to me, it was too much like E.T. at times. It was um, very E.T. To the point where they even dressed her up and everything. I was it like, felt, it felt like E.T. meets it. Mm. That's like the best. It way to oh, yeah. Yeah. T.T. I.T. I.T. We're coming for your early computers. <laughs> uh, all right let's oh, rate them boys man. i'm gonna give the show a solid nine out of ten what about you sean i'll give it a 7.5 out of ten what about you mike uh, i think i'll also go nine out of ten what about you evan i'm gonna go 8.5 out of ten with a strong recommendation just because i'm i'm giving it like <laughs> a, a strong 8.55 <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> I, I recognize the flaws. I recognize that some moments were a little silly, but overall, it's it's not. Oh, it's that's so enjoyable. Thing. Real quick, the monster, horrible CGI, but oh, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, awesome I, I'll agree with that. But awesome concept. Yeah, no, sure. I, I liked it. It looked sure. like he was straight out of Silent Hill. And honestly, when you first see him, and then when uh, Jonathan takes that picture and everything, you look like Slender Man for a while. I was like, that's what I would have liked more. So was, I was so creeped out by him at first. I would have right. liked it more if it was. I mean, I liked it a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it would have been cooler if the monster wasn't like an animal. If it was like a paranormal being, like Slenderman. You but know yes, I mean? the, the CGI was terrible, and that was due to budgetary restraints. Not yeah. so much the because uh, these guys, the Duffer Brothers, really put their heart and soul into this. They, they wrote like, and directed twins. most of the episodes. They did. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they created the whole concept. I that's mean, good that's, for them. I mean, even eight episodes, that's difficult for one person, let alone two people to do. Yeah. And you, know, yeah. you know that scene, uh, the several scenes where they're in like that quarry area with like the mountains and like the lake that where yes. Will jumps off? That's yeah. the, the Walking Dead season one was filmed there, too. It's pretty I thought and, it looked uh, familiar. It was also, I saw it in some video. It's like, it's a very popular place in uh, Atlanta. And it was also like in the Hunger Games and shit like that. It's like that cave that's in um, Los Angeles that everybody films. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? They actually, they they filmed the Jason the um, WB2K17 commercial with Goldberg was shot there. What in in the Stranger Things location? No, no, the cave that Evan's talking about. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm gonna cool. find the name of it. Uh, hold on, Goldberg Cave. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our Stranger Things discussion. We hope you like it and tweet at blah blah pod one. Tell us your thoughts on it. Bronson uh, no, Cave. Bronson no, Cave. Oh, cool. No, no spoilers <laughs> you, on Evan. Twitter, though. You're welcome. No, no spoilers on Twitter. Be respectful to your fellow man and woman. Spoilers are done. Now, Sean, what's next? All right, let's get into some news. We have a little bit of news this week. Um, so after we finished recording last week, uh, apparently Jared Leto went crazy. Um, <laughs> in a uh, recent interview, uh, apparently he claims that he feels like he was tricked into doing Suicide Squad. And uh, it's a joke. <laughs> he, he said that uh, he did it because he uh, thought it would be more of a, quote, artistic production and was overwhelmed by all the hate regarding the look and the choices. So he's basically sounding off because he's unhappy that they cut out most of his material. I'd be unhappy too, to be completely honest. I think yeah. he's going to drop. I think he's going to drop Good. out of this role. He really really signed a multi con, uh, multi picture deal, though. He can get out didn't, of it. Didn't Terrence Howard too and uh, Edward Norton? Didn't they Did? all have a uh, multi con? Did they? This was before Marvel started doing that. No, I believe Edward Norton had a multi film deal, and uh, after the after the shit show production that was the Incredible Hulk, they just like bought him out. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I can honestly see Jared. Le- Dude, that would be cool if like they had like a scene in the new Batman Ben Affleck movie where, because um, you know with the whole new fifty, not new fifty, sorry, with the whole rebirth thing, Batman finds out that there's three Jokers. So if he finds out that there's two Jokers, and the- this one from Suicide Squad's an imposter, and then you meet the real Joker played by Willem Dafoe, which I know that's not going to be him. Music <laughs> that as an example. I think John would be more. I think more people would be more pissed if the imposter Joker created uh, Harley Quinn. Than, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking that. I, I, well, an, an imposter Harley Quinn. I feel I, they, they, they well, they'd probably be better off uh, just straight up not even d- sort of doing like what Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle and all them. Just a complete change the character, sure, the actor, sure. Just completely ignore the fact that it looks like someone completely different, and that could also play into the whole DC rebirth, where it's you know when they even show the three different Jokers. Uh, when Batman says that to Alfred in like this splash page, you see three drastically looking Jokers. And you're like, how the fuck did Bruce not know this? They don't <laughs> yeah. even look alike. Master you know, detective. It, they, they could they could play right into that, and it'd just be like a you know it'd be a little wink and nod to the audience, but uh, I think it could work. Yeah. Right. Now, Mike, we hate Suicide Squad, and I'm just curious to hear your thirty second review of the movie just to kind of get us all on the same page if you don't mind uh, yeah sure uh i mean let's see if we want to go back to when we all reviewed bvs i think it well, gave, i think i gave it the uh the the highest rating out of everyone and i'll probably do the same thing for suicide squad i'm very more forgiving i think of this series than anyone else uh it was 
harmless. Burn the witch! Uh, <laughs> you're not it was, it was. I think it was harmless. Like, you can either give it your money or not, and someone's going to make it anyway. That seems and, uh, like a yeah, defeated like, attitude. It, I, in, I guess in a way it is. It's sort of a um, less... Less so defeated by DC and more just superhero fatigue altogether. Oh. Yeah, I, at, at a point, I, at a point, I just don't give a fuck. Like, I'm sure I'm gonna, I'm, I'll probably be there day one for Spider-Man: Homecoming, but I'm not invested in it anymore. Or, okay, like, would you be there day one for like uh, Wonder Woman or Justice League? Justice League, maybe no, not day one. Uh, <laughs> like 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 Suicide Squad, I'll probably give it a pre noon matinee for six dollars. Okay, and uh, you know, not cry on the way home because I spent less on the ticket than I did on the popcorn. Now, would you go into the 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 Justice League movie wearing a Justice League T shirt that you bought from Walmart, and then immediately go and buy a new T shirt after you see the movie? I don't think I'd go ahead and get anything uh for a movie i haven't seen yet okay i'll never make that mistake again sean okay oh oh, is is this something that happened yeah Yeah. i bought a suicide squad t-shirt because it was very comfortable it looked really nice and i wore wore it to the movie and then on the way home i made my friends stop at walmart i bought a superman shirt and threw the suicide squad squad you 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 always go and wear something from the source material like if yeah. I went and saw it, I would go there wearing my Killing Joke shirt, you know, something yeah. like that. No, that's very, very smart. So you know what the funny part was, is, Evan? Technically, you still gave Warner Brothers your money. Yes, I know. I <laughs> gave Warner Brothers my money, Sean. Thank you. I know. I know. Warner <laughs> Brothers has all my fucking money. So does Marvel. Whatever. Uh, anyway, I asked what you thought of it, Mike, because uh, I I hated it. I didn't hate it as much as Batman vs Superman, but I hated it. I think we all we did a review on it. I don't know if you are caught up on your blah blah uh, cinematic universe, <laughs> but <laughs> the BCU, <laughs> the, the the BBU. Uh, uh, but we didn't care much for it. We ripped it apart, and I, I'm it's it's because it's kind of disheartening to me to hear. Great actors like Margot Robbie and, and Will Smith talk about and defend this film. Obviously, they worked on it, they're going to defend it, but to sit there and and like be like, you, everyone just doesn't understand it. It's a great film it, for for Jared Leto. As much as I think he's a disgusting rapist creep, um, <laughs> I'm kind of glad that he was like, you know what? No, this isn't the movie that I thought we were making. I am disappointed. Well, in it. this is not the movie that was supposed to be made. I mean, there's two two ways to look at this basically one yeah he was wronged in a way because he was supposed to have a larger role in the movie and then they cut him out yeah but he also sucked as the joker so whatever yeah, fine whatever uh the second way to look at it is is that um he's doing a job like it's it's not up to him what goes in the movie and what doesn't go people have been cut out of movies all the time look at what happened to well, um, actors have been cut out of movies yeah look at what happened to what's her face from amazing Get spider-man 2 well, oh, the, yeah. I was going to go uh, Mary Jane the, from uh, the, the Divergent chick. Yeah, yeah, whatever her name is. She was Cheyenne kind of, Woodley. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, yeah, but like fuck Amazing Spider-Man 2. But still, she, you know, oh. she got cut out of the movie. She I, I don't think she even got a credit for it, but she still got paid. No. So at least she got that. I yeah. just I just think that with the controversy surrounding it and again, I I don't like Jared Leto. I'm not really even like saying like I'm glad he did this. It's great. It's like I I see that 
the people who were involved in it, whether they're admitting it or not, like Jared Leto at least admitted it, mm-hmm. they're not happy with the product either. Something went wrong here. And Mike was telling me earlier today that the novelization of the book is like or the novelization of the movie is based more on David Ayer's like original script than what was released. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like clearly we're going to get a cut at some point the director's cut all these dc movies see, are going to have that i don't know yeah, which is a, i have they officially announced that we're getting another version on dvd because no but i have a feeling that i we, don't think we will the, look the, the ultimate cut of batman vs superman was a gimmick that was just to get you to see the shitty movie again yeah this time i think <laughs> I, well it's also deadpool that, as well yeah exactly uh i i do think that somewhere buried in suicide squad is a decent movie not a good yeah. movie mm-hmm. but like, a decent movie what we got in like that comic-con trailer two years ago like the more darker one that would have been just recently rewatched that me it too so man good. it's like a completely different film yeah i love that trailer yeah i don't know why i even I got think the bohemian rhapsody rap. trailer didn't live up to the expectation of what we were gonna get the movie so i i just think that Based on what we did see in the movie and based on the fact that there is a whole Joker deleted movie, essentially, uh, I, I do think that there is a good movie or good movies hiding somewhere in this. Me mess. too. It's just with the it's bad just, hate. It's a from, mess. Yeah. With the bad hate from Batman and Superman, the marketing team just cracked down on Suicide Squad and made it into something completely different. Like those flashback scenes weren't even supposed to be flashbacks. No. And you know what? At least they didn't try to put like a social justice warrior spin on the negative reaction like Ghostbusters did where it's like, we don't want to see this. Oh, well, if you don't want to see it, you're a sexist. At least they didn't do any of that shit mm-hmm. because that would have be been a little even... difficult to do, I think. With Suicide, Squad. Suicide Squad is the most racially and, and <laughs> gender diverse movie I've ever seen. And nobody mm-hmm. cares because it sucks. Um, real quick, I know this doesn't have to do with uh, Suicide Squad or anything else, but uh, Evan, d- do you know about the, uh, the the book series making of Star Wars that they do for each movie? Uh, not really, no. It's basically it's it's a it's a, a book that they come out with after the movie has has, has happened, and it's ba- it's like telling you the story of the movie through a bunch of pictures and interviews and stuff like that. That seems cool. I'd like to check those out. Yeah. I mean, they've been, I mean, they're very expensive. I'll, I'll give you that, but uh, they're, uh, they've been coming out for years. Every Star Wars movie has had one. Oh, really? Maybe I probably have picked up one or two, like when I was younger, probably with Phantom Menace or something, but Mm -hmm. I'll look it up. Um, But uh, I recently heard that they actually canceled the episode seven one. Um, and apparently they asked, uh, the author who is, let me get this right. J.W. Rensler, I think is how you say their name. Um, and they, they asked, uh, why did, uh, they cancel it? And they basically said, I don't know. You have to ask Disney. And that leads into what I consider to be a conspiracy theory that I believe is going on with this new star Wars universe, which I will tell another time. But what you can't say that and then not tell us. No, we don't have, have time for it. I have, by the way, seen these books. Okay, I've, I've read them in my youth. I'm convinced that Disney is covering up the original Episode Seven movie that they were making, and at some point we will go into this. But I'm convinced that is oh, the one that had like Darth Vader's castle and like the underwater place. I think we're gonna get that in eight. Uh, well, let's well, wait, Sean, can we table that? theory until after episode eight is released and see what we get there sure because i'm sure the theory is going to get even bigger by then and then (laughs) say okay what was canceled there you know what i mean i think that there's there's a lot of things that were not in episode seven that they originally wanted because and this goes into a whole big thing about how disney got involved and remember they brought in lawrence kasdan and all that and 
that's when the turning point happened because I believe that that episode seven was supposed to be a very different movie than what we got. Instead, we got a run run of the numbers. You know, are you are you starting to change your opinion on episode seven as time goes by as well? uh, I kind of am too. I I still really like the film. The more I look into it, like the more I look into this quote unquote theory, um, it's getting less and less hard to defend it. Yeah. No, I was actually thinking the other day, I do most of my thoughts at the shower when I'm naked. So, <laughs> yeah, at um, the gym. At the gym <laughs> when I'm naked. But um, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I honestly feel episode seven is going to be a movie where in 20 years from now, 10 years from now, we're going to look back on it with kind of a less of opinion than we do have. It's by no means a bad movie, but it is just not original in my opinion. I think eight is going to, and Sean, you've said this, thousands of times mm-hmm. that you say that eight has the potential to be the best in the series. Yeah. And like, I'm very worried about nine. <laughs> yeah. Nine yeah. is John. I, oh, I Christ. Nine's just going to be like force awakens where it's just going to be a retread of a previous movie. Nine's I, nine is going to be and um, uh, return of the Jedi. Yeah. Still, and honestly, who's supposed to be making that one. Colin uh, Trevor Jurassic world guy. Oh uh, yeah. Col- Colin. Whatever. And I really Trev- feel Trev- like, uh, Trev Trevlo Trevoro Trevoro I was close. I really feel like Rogue One is gonna tell us exactly what Disney is doing with this franchise, specifically how they because if it's if it's I'm looking to see how similar it is Episode Seven because it only builds this theory and like I said at some point we will get to that. Have you read anything online? Well, like, can you link me so I can read this theory too? I am so afraid Jason, of Rogue One. I have a large board in my room with all connecting dots, and I'm Sean, just going through. I mean, I mean this in the nicest way possible, and coming from me, it means absolutely nothing, like at all. But I mean this as a friend. Get a damn life, <laughs> <laughs> Evan. You're the Star Wars guy. You should be able to relate. Okay, so um, here's the thing. I still like Seven a lot. Um, I really, I, I really do. I like Seven. I like. I like a lot. Of, I, I think that the more that we talk about seven, the worse it seems. Oh, when you fuck. Sit down well, and, the, uh, and watch the, it. the, um, they're, they're re-releasing the movie on Blu-ray. Did oh, you see seven? that? Yeah. Seven? Really? Yeah. They're, they're with more commentary with, co- oh, with cool, commentary, fine. which I guess Disney had to approve of, yeah. um, and more deleted scenes, which probably won't even include all the deleted scenes that they had. No. Any, anyway, uh, I, I'm going to probably buy that, but here's the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, if you sit down and watch episode seven, it's a lot of fun. It's a great movie. It's, it's, it's fun. It's adventurous. It does open new doors, but follows same beats. Uh, rogue one. I I'm, I'm concerned about them going in between movies. I'm, I'm concerned about them filling in the cracks and I'm not as concerned about rogue one as I am about the young Han Solo movies, which I detest the idea. I'm concerned with the, (laughs) I'm concerned with the fact that they've, just like on the down low, f- almost kind of fired the original director and brought in Tony Gilroy to do the reshoots. <laughs> like, the, the, well, yeah, because originally no- Gareth Edwards' original cut of Rogue One was like really dark and like depressing. From what like, I heard, I feel like they they fired him and no one's talking about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, Disney probably killed him. Well, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I think that. Episode seven was a doorway. It was a gateway. And we're going to see what Rogue One has to offer. And we're going to see what episode eight has to offer. I really I feel like that. I really feel like Rogue One's going to have a lot of episode seven stank on it. I, I can't judge the, the 
sequel world, the Disney world of Star Wars until um, until I've seen it. However, I would like to say that Mike brought up a very interesting point earlier. He said he's he's getting superhero fatigue. Believe it or not, I'm getting Star Wars fatigue. And uh, I, there's only I, been one I, movie. But I didn't realize when that movie was announced and when we saw it and everything, I didn't realize how far in advance they had planned these no, in-betweeners. How endless it's going to be. It's not going to stop. But at least like, it's I, only I one a, a year. But no, no, no. But I wanted a sequel trilogy. I, I'm okay. so okay with the 7, 8, and 9. But to, these these fill-in-the-blank movies are like, God damn it. I'm. Is this what we want? Because some people are saying, well, Rogue One is what we wanted instead of Episode 7. Some people are saying Episode 7 really? is what we wanted. Really? People are saying that? One. Yeah. A lot of people are saying I was I didn't like seven. It was too it was too much like New Hope. I wanted a movie like Rogue One that takes me outside of the main story. I don't know. And I don't think I have enough information, even with the behind the scenes crap, to really put together a real opinion on on how I feel about the fate of Star Wars in Disney's hand. What I do like is is the theme parks. Um, the merchandising, I think, is is great. I, I like the exposure. I like the fact that we've kind of shot it with an, with adrenaline and kickstarted it back up. But it, are we shooting it with too much adrenaline? I think that's the issue. Yeah, here. but like you know, like to Mike's point, it's it's not that you know we're getting an overabundance of just the one movie. Like you know, you're talking Star Wars. We have Marvel and DC and yeah, well, Fox well, okay. well, at the same su- time. Su- superhero, superheroes, we've talked about this before. Superheroes are no longer... You don't have a superhero movie. It's a Batman. It, superhero is a genre of film. Yeah. It's, it's, it's replaced the Western, essentially, as, as this is no longer something that studios, all studios, see as, oh, that's just another superhero movie. That's a genre as, as well as drama, science fiction, comedy, whatever. Yeah. Horror. That's true. Superheroes a genre. Yeah, but Star Wars, I'm afraid, is going to turn into a genre of film. Maybe it will, and you know, some people could say that it already has, considering Episode Seven. However, the number of superhero movies that are coming out, maybe look at maybe like what twelve a year, maybe one one Star Wars movie a year. I'll take that any day over twelve superhero movies. Uh, are consider they consider Star Wars a superhero movie? No, not really. Yeah, but the I force is like a power. They're they're basically like superheroes themselves. In as much as like Furious Seven was like a superhero movie. <laughs> if you ever okay, compare it's, Star it's these, Wars to Furious grand, Seven again, but that's what that's what I mean. Like it's these grand scale things. Like every all these studios. I uh, if we can, I'm assuming you guys have also seen that uh, the short like four minute video Ben Hurt by uh, yeah. Red Letter Media. Yeah. they're all they're all they're all spending like these hundreds of millions of dollars on these big ass movies, which are basically superhero movies and from all all different studios of all different genres. Instead of making hundred one million dollar movies, like it's 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 a balloon that just keeps blowing up, I, and, and I like it's just everything's getting like, bigger and bigger. Yeah. Mike, it's gonna pop, and we're gonna have. And I, I'm surprised. Have a movie I'm starting Great to Depression. See, I'm starting to see the decline. Well, they, they kind of I, are. They're they're moving over to like how we just had uh, the Duffer Brothers make Stranger Things. That could yes. have very easily been a, a, a hour and forty minute movie. They, you know, yeah, they wanted to do the It movie, and they were turned down. Here's and here's, after watching that, I'm so sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they would have been fucking perfect. Uh, here's what's gonna happen, and I'm already seeing the beginnings of it. 
Um, the fact that we're getting another Spider-Man, the fact that we have, oh, this is a different Batman than the Christian Bale Batman, which is still fresh in everyone's mind. Like, I'm still not even accepting that Ben Affleck is Batman. You know what I mean? I'm still in Christian yeah, Bale. People. I don't want to accept like, it's, it. It's just like, I think at some point, audiences are going to break. And and we're starting to see, not that I'm saying it's significant enough for the studios to stop by any means, we're seeing a decline in box office, mm-hmm. especially coming from DC, which used to be huge. Although- Dark Knight made a shit ton of money. Dark Knight Rises, shit ton of money. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, not as much money. Although, I, I Evan, uh, to, to, the, to the contrary, last year was, I believe, the most profitable year in box office 2015. I think it's six of the top ten highest grossing films of all time were made in 2015. Oh, there you go. Shit. Yes. And they and include, how, many, how many of those were 3D IMAX 4D experience? Books? I'm sure all of them. <laughs> all of them, and they were all sequels. Yeah. Uh, Force or, or properties that happened already. Avengers. Uh, no, not Avengers. Uh, I'll have to look it up. Avengers again. was last year. No, that's not the Avengers I'm talking about. You mean the Ray, <laughs> Ray oh, Fiennes one? The Sean Connery Avengers? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> fuck, fuck. With Uma Thurman? I can control the weather. <laughs> All the superhero talk is great, guys, but Sean, how much more of that rundown we got? All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. <laughs> Over um, stuff. In fact, actually, we're not done with Jared Leto. Um, speaking of him. Taking him to the gym? I forgot all about him. We're going all the way back to Jared Leto? That was like an hour. Yeah. Right, um, going back to the gym. Let's go. <laughs> Apparently, his next project is going to be in the sequel to Blade Runner. Oh, Christ. What? Yeah. All right, don't talk. He's going to be a replicant. (laughs) Actually, he probably will be. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, Sean, (laughs) which version of Blade Runner are they making a sequel of? I believe the director's cut. Because I believe there's five versions of Blade Runner, if I'm there's, not oh, mistaken. Just like Suicide Squad. Very confusing for audiences, because yeah. I don't even know what cut I saw. Like, I, I, I saw okay, was okay. how about this? Did you have voiceover? Yes. I don't, I don't know. It's I've been seen so the director's long. cut. I've seen the director's cut. I believe. Yeah, well, director's cut is the voiceover one. So, yeah, I've yeah. seen that one. Then I know the, that there's, there's five the, cuts of that. There's uh, the, the theatrical uh, director's final cut. Um, there's the work print cut, I think. Uh, that's four right there. Um, and there might be one more. You know, this it reminded me of all my student projects in school. Where like <laughs> every day, every day, there's a new cut. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, check this out. Oh, dude, that was a bad effect. You're right. I'm gonna change it. New cut. <laughs> um. So anyway, he's gonna be joining uh, Harrison Ford, who's returning for the movie. And Ryan um, Gosling, right? Dig him up. And Ryan Gosling also. <laughs> um, Did you say dig him up? <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford. Put him as much shit as he can before he dies. Also, oh uh, Robin Wright is going to be in the movie, as well as uh, Batista will be in the oh, movie. Oh, shit. He's a replicant. He's um, going to be the muscle. Of course. And uh, <laughs> according to uh, the producers, they said that uh, Leto, he will, quote, create a truly memorable, never-before-seen character. I doubt With that. Just like the Joker. <laughs> He's going to yeah. have a tattoo on his forehead that says replicant. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Uh moving on. Um a little bit of uh more comic book news. Um, oh god. Yeah, apparently uh Fox, See what I mean? I know. Uh Fox yeah, is uh they he's they're still looking to find the actor to play Cable for the Deadpool sequel. How about Jim Carrey? He was the Cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, the latest name that's being tossed around is uh, a bit of an odd choice. Uh, Liam Neeson. No, I heard of the guy from uh, Bloodlines. Jason something. From uh, Early Edition. Oh, what the hell is that actor's name? He looks like Ron Livingston. Hold on. Yeah, he was in Friday Night Lights. Uh, that dude, the coach. I don't remember his oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, they mentioned him in the article, too. Apparently, he is... Kyle Chandler. I don't know why I thought Jason. He's in talks, but nobody knows who he's actually... Right. Who they want him to play. Um, oh. According to an inside source, apparently Fox is pushing hard for them to cast Liam Neeson. That would be amazing. Dude, could you imagine? Because fucking Ryan Reynolds made a Taken joke in Deadpool. No, then you're going to get Liam Neeson in, in Deadpool 2. He's going to make even more Taken jokes. Uh, apparently, uh, however, director Tim Miller, he isn't very crazy about the idea. Um, so there seems to be a little friction there, which everyone knew was going to happen. What's it's... David Harbour doing? Who is oh, David Harbour? I don't think well, he... David Harbour was in Suicide things. Squad. The guy from Stranger Things, the cop. Uh, oh, uh, right. Pop. Yeah, yeah. Right. What's he doing? And yes, okay. he was in Suicide Squad. David Harbour was in Suicide Squad for two seconds, too, telling people how they should be fearing Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he would work for Cable, to be honest with you. Um, I think we all agree either Stephen Lang would be best, although he's making like four Avatar movies right now. Oh, did you see Stephen Lang's new movie coming out, Don't Breathe? Yeah. He plays that the blind awesome. guy. Oh that my lord, that looks awesome. awesome. Do you know who who made that movie? It's uh, uh, the the guy who did the remake of Evil Dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. or something. Vera. Yeah. Don't Breathe looks fucking incredible. I was surprised yeah. when I saw the trailer. I'm like this looks re- like like real horror. This it looks like great. really dumb at first, but then as I got the trailer kept going, yeah. I'm like wow, this looks it, awesome. It reminds I, I, me I got- of like Oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. I, I was going to say, I got to say, I'm going to have a hard time buying the kid from, uh, what the hell is it, Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what took me out of the trailer. The rest of the trailer looks great. I, the, I look forward to seeing it, but I see him and I'm like, come on. It looks so much like an 80s low budget horror movie that it's almost like I'm drawn to it instantly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that seems to be the new fad in, uh, in indie horror now is uh, like these throwbacks. Yeah, because they were good in the 80s. <laughs> the 90s is what killed horror. Honestly, um Thanks, scream. When when I saw the tra- <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the trailer, it kind of reminded me of uh that uh old old horror movie. It was called like uh like Wait Until Dark or something like that where Audrey Hepburn was blind. Audrey, yeah, yeah. And uh, Alan Arkin is uh, you know, breaking in, trying to steal some shit and uh and then uh Everyone dies. <laughs> Except spoilers. Really cool. Yeah. Um, oh, Terrence Young directed that movie. Oh, oh, there you go. Terrence Young directed a lot of um, uh, Bond movies, mm. early Bond movies. I think he directed Doctor Now. Uh, and For Much With Love and Thunderball. Yeah. So there you go. All right. But anyway, about Cable, uh, I'd like... Um, How about Ron Perlman? Yeah. That's great. Great choice. Yeah. Evan, um, I want you to play Cable. <laughs> I could play cable. <laughs> um, sure. Sign me up. Put me on the list. So uh, <clears throat> the rumor is, is that not only do they want cable, but they also want to put Domino in this movie as well. Oh, Benny was going to love that. <laughs> oh, good. Let's make it Margot Robbie. Hey, mister, want to screw me? <laughs> 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 oh, you don't want no beef, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> Evan, can can we when we get Suicide Squad like when it comes out on video? Sean, take all the audio out of it, and Evan, just voice everyone, please. I could. I don't remember what the exact line was. It doesn't matter. Set there, but like it was pretty close to that, yeah. and it's just oh, you want it? oh. And Commons, Common is Hell just yo, like, I don't, I don't want no beef, man. Oh, you, you don't, don't want, want no bad beef. bitch there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Then he oh, fucking God. shoots him. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, do we, ha- Jason? Do we have any uh, Twitter questions this week? I don't know, but you want to screw me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know a gym somewhere? I'm pulling up Twitter here. Sean, kill time. All right, Evan. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, dude! To be honest with you. Honey bunches of oats with the almonds or regular old cornflakes. Ew, I go, you sick fuck. I go crazy for cornflakes, man. I fucking love them. Ew. Oh, it's like eating cardboard. Yeah, dude. really? No, that's Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran Crunch, delicious. Raisin Bran Cardboard. All right, I got a question here from our usual Block Coffee asking us, question for the week, for this week, how do you remember the life of the Honorable Harambe? How do we do that, guys? Well, I think I tweeted back at her today because uh, I was very upset by her um, tweet. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, we find the death of our fallen hero, hashtag Harambe, to be very upsetting and do not like to dwell. But we will muster the courage and discuss. So we must discuss. We must. I, I live, he, he lives on in me by I eat a lot of bananas. They were Harambe's favorite food. What about you guys? I keep this little tiny pocket Harambe with me at all times. It's a uh, it's a three inch plush of Harambe, and I keep it with me all the time, uh, just to remember the man who changed the world for the better, who was Harambe's gunned down by racists. He was, he was with us at um, yeah Raw last Monday night, night Raw. He, Harambe was there. Yeah, he was. He was on camera. You could see him. Go back and watch. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John, how do you, you, Mike? How does Harambe live with you, Mike? Oh, well, I mean, ever since the uh, hashtag started trending, I've been keeping my dick out all day. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's made for some uh, odd encounters at the store, but once I tell them, yeah, once I tell them it's for Harambe, they understand. That's what you've been telling the cops, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, does your cat, do your cats use your dangus as like a, like a, a toy, like, like a thing of yarn? Jason, that's offensive because they know it's for Harambe. Okay, it's not a joke. Yeah, yeah. They, they you stop making like seriously, eight. Jason? Could you like just stop making jokes about his dick being out for Harambe? This is serious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, right, Mike. I'm okay. gonna go in the corner and do 15 hail Harambe's. <laughs> yeah, go to a gym. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's all the questions we have. That's all right, uh, let's go into Praise Ms. Harambe. Oh yes. Uh, uh, Harambe is the best. Um, let's go into miscellaneous. What the fuck? Right in my ass. What the fuck? Did the intro right in my ass? Did the intro play? <laughs> did the intro right in my ass? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I did the whole thing for you. Did you, you intro show. my ass? Yeah, I can do the other one too. Pokemon <laughs> Go to the polls. Dude, Pokemon Go has really gone down. Like, there's no oh, more no stories about it. I don't play it really yeah. much. Yeah, I couldn't it's, find any it's stories. 
It's dead. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. No, I wouldn't say it's dead, but they gotta like inject some new life in it. Once they they Niantic already said they're gonna eventually put put new Pokemon in it. So once that happens, it'll. I just want to be able to battle with other trainers. I'm just yeah that too, and I'm fucking tired of getting the same shit. Like I'm walking around so the many pidgeys. All I get are fucking pidgey sparrows and ratties. Like I want oh, some oh. good shit. Ratties? You called them ratties? Yeah. Jason, Damn, I, I know where you can find. I know where you can find the good shit. At the gym? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Newark, but sure, the gym is yeah. just fine. <laughs> All right, our first story. Uh, Evan, it's back. What, the clown. No, it's not the clown. Harambe? It's not Harambe. Damn, what could it be? Burger Think, King? Think, Evan. Think. Burger King. It's going to be a Burger King. It's Burger King. Oh, oh no. When you least expected it. Oh, a Burger King came out with a sandwich that gives you green diarrhea again. Are we talking about, is it what I think it is? Is this the, uh, the Whopperito? No, we actually covered that uh. already. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, anytime Burger King puts out a press release, Sean is all over it. So. It's, I have it set to my phone. Burger King. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Burger it's King's the burger. Yeah, Burger King's releasing the Harambe burger. Um, That's not Harambe burger. <laughs> nice. It's just covered in ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and they burnt to a crisp. It, 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 ha- it has to carry around a, chick- a chicken nugget. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So what's the story? All right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Burger, King. Burger Kings in New Zealand are now offering a new section to their menu called the Meat-Atarian. <laughs> what? Which uh, the, 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 the big sandwich, the crowning jewel of this new menu is the new full meaty burger. What does that entail? Is it? Is it? Are you? Hold on. Let me guess. Can I guess? Yeah, please guess. So I believe it's going to be a hamburger bun Mm -hmm. uh, with chicken nuggets uh, between no, not hamburger uh, hamburger patty with two chicken nuggets on top in two other patties, and you just eat all meat. Uh, you're not too far off. Um, it it does contain two beef patties. Uh, cheese, onions, uh, six strips of bacon, and a fried chicken patty. So and it's... wait, <laughs> hold on. Two beef patties. Yes. Six strips of bacon. Yes. Lettuce, tomato, onion. Uh huh. And a chicken patty. Yes. That's a heart attack. You can't eat that. That's not <laughs> New no, Zealanders I, I'm not, can. I'm not even trying to make a joke. If you eat that, you will die. It's like the uh, McGangbang, but with bacon. Kind of, yeah, in a way. The McGangbang? I'm surprised that Are they Are you not even... familiar with this? Yeah, it's like I... a secret menu item. Yeah, it's a, it's a McDouble with a patty from a McChicken in between the two uh, beef patties. Mm-hmm. Is there like secret sauce it all over it? Good. I like, I like it. the McBukaki the best. But it's it's liter- it's not just the patty. It's it's literally the sandwich just between the McDouble. <laughs> Mm. But wait, Sean, what's this New Zealand New Zealand uh, sandwich called at Burger King? It's the full meaty burger. I wonder if that guy I met yesterday wants that. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I can find a full meaty burger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come with me to the gym. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Moving so on. That's gross. That's gross. I would probably eat it, but it's gross. I would die. Okay, we're moving from uh, cheeseburgers to pizza here. 
Um, Burger King has released a new pizza product. <laughs> Select Pizza Huts in the UK are now selling cardboard pizza boxes that double as a DJ recording mixing unit. Oh, okay. fuck. All right. I'm done. Just uh, go to the next story. That's <laughs> What the uh, the pizza box connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth and uses touch touch sensitive (laughs) buttons and mixers on the box itself. So the the box um, it has the ability to uh, to to basically you stream your music to the thing and then you can use it as like a DJ machine. In case you wanted to eat shitty pizza and drop sick beats at the same time, oh, Pizza Hut has a solution for you. Um, the box That's actually ingenious. Yeah, well, it it's even it has the ability to even increase or decrease volume with ease, and um, apparently the box so far it's only in uh, five out of the three hundred and fifty uh, UK pizza locations. How much uh, does it cost? I don't know. Uh, I assume. What, what kind of producer are you? You don't even know. <laughs> fucking- <laughs> uh, I assume it, it it's not uh, free, but. Um, Hey, you know, why not? It's, you know, you got your own little recording studio. All you got to do is just order a pizza. I mean, I guess. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, I like that, actually. Yeah. Why don't you go order one from the UK? Have them ship it over here. Sure. Well, not that much. No. Um, An Indian man is recovering after doctors removed. Oh, God. A what man? An Indian man. That's that's the nationality of the man I talked to last night. Is this this is the same person? You I don't know. are a disgusting bigot. <laughs> <laughs> um, an Indian man is recovering after doctors removed forty folding knives from his stomach. Ew! What Ew. is this like? It's like the thing I saw on Facebook. Like that uh, strange addictions is one woman just ate mattresses. Does this guy just eat folding <laughs> knives? You ever see the Djibouti dubs of that? <laughs> no. Also <laughs> that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so funny. Watch um, Watch it after the show. The uh, the forty two year old man, uh, who is also apparently a police head constable in India, um, had complained of stomach pain and uh, had to have surgery, and it lasted about five hours. Uh, the man apparently had an urge to consume metal for some odd reason saying that, quote, I don't know why I used to swallow knives. I enjoyed its taste, and I was addicted. That's metal. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why you enjoyed it. You liked the taste. <laughs> that is metal. Um, <laughs> the surgery itself took two days to plan out, and uh, the man, he vows to never eat metal again. Good for him. So, What about listen to metal? Um, <laughs> I, I can no- neither confirm nor deny that. Um. Anyway, moving on. A- no, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I, I still want to process that story. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, so he couldn't he, process his metal, so. <laughs> yeah. He, he had too, just, too much iron in his system. There are just some things in your life that, you know, you hear about and you just can't comprehend. Like, the, the this man eating, like, having a, an addiction to metal. Like, I don't know. I'm just rambling. And even What's if that? he did have an addiction to metal, why why knives? Why not, like, some other type of metal? Yeah, you know? at least like pennies. Something that's not sharp and can cause you. Well, they probably would have had to have taken the metal out at some point anyway. But not not yeah, no, He would have just became a human piggy bank if he just kept eating quarters. Ooh, take him to the penny arcade. Cut him open. Oof. Hey, you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know why you I just sound like ch- Yogi Bear. <laughs> you just hear chains <laughs> dropping all over the place. 
All right. Uh, a man in Dayton, Ohio, is facing inde- indecency charges after a witness reported seeing him attempt to have sex with the front grill of a van parked on the street. All right, I'm done. Evan. Stop. Evan, just... when you when you road tripped out to Ohio, Evan, what did you do when you were there? First off, I road tripped to California and stopped at Ohio. And what I did with my car is none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> um. Witnesses claim that uh, they saw the man pull down his shorts and place his genitals in front in the front grill of a of a, the red van. Uh, the man. Hey event- man. Hey man. Listen. Love is love. All right. <laughs> well, mm, I don't know. Not when it's an inanimate object. Uh, so, what are, what are flashlights? Look, me, me and, Jason, that's me not and my girlfriend VCR are very close. She's an older <laughs> woman, but Victoria. Carter Roberts, VCR. Victoria Carter VCR. Okay, Victoria Carter Roberts. Um, yes, the man. VCR. The man eventually passed out, and uh, when uh, awoken, he had no recollection of the entire incident. However, police state that the man appeared to be intoxicated. So, yeah, oh, jeez, yeah, that makes sense. He was probably high on bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny. Uh, Evan, did you like that part from um, Sausage, uh-huh. Sausage Party? Uh-huh. Not talking about Sausage Party. You can't tell me that wasn't like... Uh, the... It was great. It was fucking hilarious. But yeah, that, was... That, was, that was so smart, that, that the way that they used bath salts. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. To make it so that they could understand the food. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I don't care. Well, uh, maybe this guy was high on bath salts, and his car appeared to him as like a, a, vagina? a pretty woman. Yeah, it's just a big vagina, and he fucked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, a Japanese photographer has started a new trend for wedding photos, and that is photographing. Wait, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> no, you you will repeat yourself. <laughs> what did you say? Tentacles. Tentacles. Oh, anti. No, not uh, quite. Uh... Um, Swing and a miss. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the the new trend is photographing newlyweds tangled together in shrink wrapped vacuum. Um, what? So basically, you know how you can makes sense to me. You can uh, put things into like a vacuum sealed bag and then take all the air out of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he was putting people into those bags and taking all the air out of it and taking pictures of it. He sounds like a murderer and not a photographer. Okay, yeah. based on our track record of this show, that person is about to contact us. So, <laughs> uh, if if you're the guy putting people in shrink wrap vacuum sealed bags and taking pictures for sexual pleasure, please follow us at blah blah pod one. We'd love to talk to. Let me you. send you some of these uh, images of uh, uh, people. Of course, of course. Why not? Why not? Sure. Um, Let's see. Let's see what we got. Oh, it just. There we go. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah, it's, it's like a weird dude. Oh my lord! Here's that's another just, one. That's disturbing looking. Here it comes. Oh. It's just like they're they are they are totally dead. I'm looking at dead people. That looks like Ring Star. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, this is scary. These are wedding photos, you said. Not all of them. Uh, apparently, it's it's a it's a new thing now where it, it is he's doing uh, it for couples who are getting married. First off, after uh, he kills if them, it's, if it's a wedding photo, lol, because that pretty much um, depicts marriage. Uh, two, 
Are can they breathe in there? I don't think they can breathe. Uh, no. Um, so the guy's name, uh, let me try to pronounce this. I'm, unfortunately, Chris is Harambe. <laughs> Actually, it's Har Harambe. Harahiku? Harahiku? Oh, where's Chris when you need him? Haruku. Yeah, it looks like Harahiku Kawaguchi. Kawaguchi. There you go. That's, that's Japanese for no air. This is a Tamagotchi thing? Shit. Um, apparently, he's from Tokyo. And uh, he started photographing vacuum-sealed couples as an art project, but now is inundated with a ton of requests. Um, the process begins with using lube or coolant gel to position the couple in bags, and he uses a household vacuum to suck the air out. Um, apparently, the process is very dangerous, as he only has four seconds to take the photo before the oxygen or after the oxygen is removed. Um, uh, that's just so dangerous. Yeah, and then he and then he cuts. I would assume he cuts the bag. Where this would you? Where would you cut? Right by their in face. in the neck. Yeah, like right close to their face, and then start tearing. It looks this, like there's not this, much space there. It looks. You, you just tell them to open their mouth, and then you just stab. <laughs> <laughs> it it looks so hor. It's like a horror movie. Being alive and vacuum sealed. I I think that might be another one of my newly realized fears. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant fantasy. <laughs> no, no, that's right. We had a, uh, which was what? Having sex with a robot of myself? Yes. Yeah. Well, this is a fear. <laughs> if This is the exact opposite of that. Being vacuum sealed in a plastic bag with or without somebody else. <laughs> um, he did say, though, that he does keep a paramedic on site uh, just in case uh, there is some sort of emergency and also has an oxygen sprayer. For the same reason as well, uh, he's quoted as saying, uh, "With my pictures, I try to show the pa- this power of love by getting the couples as close together as possible." They don't really look happy, though. This the, uh, this one looks happy. Here, I'll I'll, I'll uh, send this one. How about this? Da, 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 da. Here we go, and bam, they look happy, don't they? Oh, they're, they, they have dead. clothes on. That's nice. <laughs> well, they're not. Yeah. Oh, I like I mean, this one. This one's a good one. Can you just... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there we Sean, go. Are you oh, really the phot- Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Is this a Japanese thing? Is that what... Because they're all Oriental. Yeah, that's what he said. They're from Tokyo. Oh, they're from Tokyo? Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy's from Tokyo. That's an artsy one. Oh. Sean, are you really this man? That's why you have all these pictures. Oh, that's a foot. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it somewhere. <laughs> it's that, horrible. That, that is the weirdest thing I have heard in a long time. Thank that's you, Sean, for giving me horrible. nightmares. No problem. Horrible. Ladies and gentlemen, if you we have, apologize. <laughs> if you have a wedding coming up and you want to take something unique, a picture, a unique picture, Please don't. Please do not put yourself in a vacuum-sealed pack. Like, am I the only one looking at these pictures who's getting, like, legitimately skeeved out? Just, like, thinking oh, yeah. about the concept of being... No, you're the only one. Oh, no, it's in- it's incredibly claustrophobic. I would never do it myself. Never. Never. No. no. God, no. And on that note, no, ladies and gentlemen. You love air, and so do we. <laughs> Air on the side of caution. Oh. Oh, No, Jason, that's all we have.
All righty, let's put a bow on the end of it, everybody. I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. Follow this podcast, Blah Blah Pod One, where we post episodes every Wednesday or so. Sometimes Thursday, but usually Wednesday. Follow us on iTunes, uh, Blah Blah Podcast, and follow our YouTube channel, Blah Blah Productions, where we have really funny video reviews. Most recently, we posted Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure, and it is quite the show. We watched it for you, so you don't have to. Sean. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show, as well as my movie Twitter review at Smartass Reviews. And also, check, like Jason said, check out our YouTube page with all of our new uh, videos coming out, like the video review of Oogie Loves, oh, as well Chris, Chris as says Chris Says, which is the uh, second episode of this round of tapings, uh, just came out uh, yesterday. So go check that out. I know Chris isn't here to plug it, but um, go check it out. It's at um, Blah Blah Productions on YouTube. And Evan, do you have anything you want to share? On the subject of Chris Holshue, um, they, I do want to say that I saw Sausage Party with Chris and Josh. They both felt the same way um, about it. I also forgot to mention earlier that Chris also did like Stranger Things a lot. He was a big fan of it. Um, again, kind of like where I'm understanding its flaws, but really enjoying it for what it is. Uh, so Chris wanted me to put that out there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Movie140Review. I do movie reviews of movies I see. I have a feeling I'm going to start putting some Star Star Trek stuff on here as well as I go through that. But here is my 140 character or less review of Sausage Party. Cynical, profane, and hilarious social commentary with no boundaries – Hashtag Sausage Party pushes its own ridiculousness to create a dirty satire. And you can follow that on Twitter. And I will give you the Chris tip of the day. Since Chris oh, I was just here. about to ask. I'm I, Yeah, this is the Chris tip of the day. Uh, never go camping with Wenzel. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. Uh, and that's just the tip. And Mike, anything you want to plug? Uh, sure, I'm on Twitter. Barely use it though. Uh, Mike underscore Dowling. I'm more, slightly more active on Instagram with all of my cat pictures at MF Dowling. I'm following and, uh, Fred Dowling. You goddamn well, what better? Uh, and you know, uh, if uh, I guess a small plug for something I got. If anyone is in Jersey City at the end of next month at the Golden Door International Film Festival, a uh, short film I directed is going to be screening there. Is that Woo-hoo. is that Blue Book? That is Blue Book will be there. Oh, You'll get Blue to see, Book! You could see me fifty pounds heavier on a big screen. It'll be great! Can't wait. <laughs> You'll look great fifty I'm pounds ex- heavier. I am blown so up, excited. gigantic. They're gonna wonder if it was all makeup just for the shoot. You could say that you uh, you put on the weight for the role. Yes, it was. Say that you wore a fat suit. You're like Jonah it was, Hill. It was for the art, man. My 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 fifteen seconds on screen. I had to gain the weight for it. You know, I'm very dedicated <laughs> to this craft. <laughs> so yeah that's out there um Great. otherwise yeah can't Thank wait you. to see it i won't be there but i can't wait to see it and on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening subscribe to us on itunes remember harambe and please do not vacuum seal yourself <laughs> good night <laughs> pretty much great life lessons at the end there <laughs>